now reached the last week of October. And maybe you're already starting to feel stressed about the upcoming holiday season. Well, that's where we come in. Because we want to help you prepare with just three tips on how you can build a better relationship in the month of November. But, and as you know, I love giving you relationship help and tips, but it's this distraction of the day thing is starting to be my favorite thing in life. <laughs> You're quite excited about this. I hope I can come through I for know, you. I, I hope know. this is, I hope, because you, know you know I don't like, you know, lie well. So if, You don't, and if, you don't have to. I hey, want okay. a genuine, All right. and okay. I'm going to stop overplaying this thing. Okay. Other than this teaser. Okay. Because at the end of this episode, okay. the distraction of the day, I've got a story from football that's going to make Amy cry. Really? That's my prediction. Now, I, I do love football. I can. I can really get into it. So, And I can get into a good story. Oh. I, you know what? All right. I saw it over the weekend. Yes. And I have so the video. This, okay. So, right. you so can this see is it. a current situation that's this going on? This happened on Saturday. Oh, okay. And it was filmed right after a major victory mm-hmm. for a major school from a major Heisman candidate, and it has nothing to do with football. Okay. I usually like those. That th- that can make me cry. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's what's I'm happening. excited. Yes. Okay. Teaser away. Now, yes. before we get going, don't forget... And leave a review for this podcast. I've been trying to push that with my my friends because you. Well, they're not friends if they haven't left a review. <laughs> I actually. Oh, you know what? I've totally forgot to tell you. Okay, so yesterday, I, this is totally inside, but I think you'll love it, and our listeners will love it. And give a shout out. There was a couple that saw us. I saw them at church, and they came to one of our conferences like years ago, like years ago three, four years ago, maybe even longer than that. And they said, I want to let you know that your conference really is a turning point for our relationship. Yay, God. I know. Yeah. And what reminded me of it is I told her about the podcast. And then I also said that she needed to leave a good review. So that's what you did. I know I did it. So that's like a win-win, right? Like a yay, God, that we actually like or helped this couple get a turning point. They were like not liking each other like at all. And through our conference, they were like, oh, okay. And it kind of broke the ice a little bit with them. Basically, like most of our conferences, they were going, okay, they're messed up. We're not that bad. I think we need to calm down. Well, she no, she did say it was really refreshing to have our honesty and authenticity, and that that truly did, and it made you mean laugh. like the time that I offended you while we were recording a podcast, and I kept recording. Yeah, that part. <laughs> Actually, I was scared about that one. That was yeah. Okay. I almost walked off. I'm telling oh, you, I'm just kidding. I know no. it was close. <laughs> no, you were really sad. You had oh. little tears forming. They were. Can I one-up you? Oh, boy. Okay, Because yes. I think I forgot to tell you this. Okay. And then we'll get going. Okay. But when I did that pastor's retreat thing for Compassion International yeah. in the mountains of Colorado, mm-hmm. so there's this couple, and he's the pastor at a church in Leadville, Colorado. Okay. Super high elevation. Okay. I think it's 10,000. I mean, it's crazy. Okay. Well, his wife just, and by the way, they're both precious. 
Like, he's gorgeous. He's like GQ. She's beautiful. And just kind. They almost seem Canadian. Really? Yeah. They're that kind of kind. Oh, that kind of kind. Canadian kind. <laughs> and so she has some altitude, sick, oh. like something really. Yeah, like vertigo. Something, yeah, and she maybe? got pregnant uh-huh. up there, and it was bad. Yeah. But then they thought, well, once maybe she delivers, yeah, she'll be okay. Be, yeah. No, it got worse. No. Oh. So they were down in Buena Vista, which is a many thousands of feet below uh-huh. where Leadville is, because she feels infinitely better there. So she's helping out at Deer Valley Ranch. Okay. And she came up to me yes. and said, hey, you were talking about your podcast today? I went, oh, sure. She goes, I just want you to know the four years I've been sick up in Leadville, yeah. I've been listening to your podcast. No way. You always make me laugh. No way. Aw. I know. So our conferences help people. The podcasts help people. But we're going to quit if we don't get any more reviews. <laughs> Never. I enjoy doing this too much. Honestly, I do. Good. So leave a review. The podcast is Smalley Marriage Radio, which in hindsight I now feel like should have been Smalley Marriage Podcast, but whatever. Hey, it's radio. Yeah. I know. It but is what old it school. is. Yeah. So. Today, we're going on, we're going to help you and give you three tips to build a better relationship this month. Well, the one coming up, (laughs) but you could start now. (laughs) So it's an article I found, as usual, which is the spark for our podcast content. I love it. This is by Amy M. Gordon, PhD. Yes, she does spell her name a little not like me. I know. Which, what did you, you know, say, though? I, <laughs> well, I wanted to be kinder on the podcast. So yeah, I'm not going to let I that said, happen. I said, well, she spells her name wrong because it's A-M-I-E. But you know so what? I have a dear friend. What immediately after I said that, I thought, I have a friend, Amy, and another. Yeah, and she spells her name that way. So I didn't want to offend her because she's my friend. So I don't really care like, about this Gordon PhD lady. She, I could say she spells her name wrong, but not my friend Amy well, Hansen that I love. It's very dear to me. If I was a better podcast guy, yes, I would have had a clip of Amy Hansen or Amy Gordon. No, Brian Regan. Oh the yeah, comedian. Oh yeah, on how people Brian. spell their, yeah, how people spell their names. <laughs> so here's yes. her quote: When life gets busy, relationships often get ignored. Sometimes you don't even realize it is happening until weeks go by and you finally take a moment to really look at your partner and realize, hey, I'm, you know, you feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. Even the best relationships require attention. If your relationship could use a boost, here are three quick things you can do this month to put a little spark back into your relationship and make your partner feel loved. Nice. I know. Okay. So a lot of times I'll find articles and just, you know, I mean, we're we're now doing a daily show. I, it's, I know. I just love it. So I will read it and determine whether or not I agree with this person, disagree. So oh. mm-hmm. sometimes it just sparks and I go off in a totally different direction. She actually has three really good things mm-hmm. that yeah, I was impressed I like by. Them. And then I'm going to put the pressure on you. Okay. My lovely wife. To come up with a fourth tip, okay? Because we can't just yeah, do the I know. Fake yeah, Amy. we can't. Yeah, we can't just totally duplicate yeah, what she pretend did. Pretend Amy doesn't even get her I know. Name it's right. Just <laughs> okay. So number one, and I, this is 
this is becoming so prevalent in all the research. Really? From the big dogs. Really? Express your thanks for something unexpected. Hmm. So that idea of being thankful yeah. is becoming massive, which is awesome because that's obviously a key theme in Scripture. And it's also a key thing for next month, Thanksgiving. What's Thanksgiving? Thanks. Is that like a big meal? Thankful. Oh, that's right. Are you setting me up to make me go on my tirade about Thanksgiving? No, no. I'm just saying, no. I'm saying that that's the whole theme. It oh. should be the whole theme of November. It should be Thanksgiving, thankful, oh, being thankful. So what it I'm does. saying is that's, yes. And we'll ignore the true yes. details of the actual y- Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. That's as far as I'll go. Okay, thank you. So, yes, expressing your thanks for something unexpected. So when, let's say... Oh, when you come home to, say, your office being vacuumed uh, and dusted and uh, something like that. that but just or, is that just, or is that just one of those things that you just think, oh, that's expected. If I'm away, then I know Amy's, and she's got some time to herself. Of course she's going to um, clean up my office and vacuum and dust and all that okay, good stuff. So I'm the back kidding. story is, people, I've been in California. All with, weekend with David, with my son David, so I've been, and Ray Ray, yes, and Reagan, and I've been by myself. You were alone, and when you, Thursday, like when I'm alone, Friday, Saturday, that's what I do when I'm alone. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I lock the door. I'm terrified at night. Yeah, you, I hate yeah. it. But when you're alone, you are like, oh, I love the peace and quiet you don't have your hyper husband running all over bouncing off the walls and you clean i clean and i didn't say anything here's what's sad though last night when i got (laughs) home really late from an exhausting weekend yes am i getting any you're so exhausted yes i actually noticed (laughs) and i didn't say a thing it's okay because i was interested in saying something else uh uh-huh in the language of love so being bow, thankful bow, bow. is very important. Yes. Yeah, Just you were noticing saying some last oh night. Gosh, stop. You started it. I, actually, I really didn't. I didn't. <laughs> being Just thankful. Your sheer existence. Oh. So be thankful, but try to do something in an unexpected way. So not mm. the same old, same old, but if there's something that you notice your spouse or person you love mm-hmm. and look for an opportunity for me this is intentionality mm-hmm. look for an opportunity to say thank you that's mm-hmm. the vision i want yes is throughout the day you're going ooh i want to find something that i can be thankful for about them and share it which would be unexpected Yes. And one of the things that I want to say, if you're, especially if you're dealing with kind of like depression or something like that, I think this would be even bigger of a deal. Um, I have someone that I'm praying for and I'm like, you know what, God, I just want them to have a win. Just give them a win this week. Just give them a win. And it was so like, you know, 
different to have an experience of being able to say, oh my gosh, did you see this? I'm taking this as a win and this person wasn't right, even didn't even recognize it. And a part of it has to do with my outlook in life. Sometimes I call myself optimistic, Amy. I know I might seem like a Debbie Downer to you, but I'm optimistic, Amy. I like all the names. I yeah. used to call you invalid Amy. <laughs> no, but optimistic Amy truly does look for things to be thankful for and looks looks on things and the positive. And I know that there's some of you out there you're thinking, no, but my life really is terrible and my husband really is terrible or my wife really is terrible and this is really bad. There's probably some good that's in there. And this Not is probably. the thing. There is. Nobody. Well, very few. Very few people. Tiny, tiny, infinitesimal. Okay, are evil. but this is the thing. Can I tell you this? Oh, because guess what else? I got to I got to pray with someone um, at church too and got to release a lie that they were believing. When we believe someone is totally negative, okay, that judgment boomerangs back on us. And then we feel guilty for feeling so bad or judgmental about that person. And so then we feel guilty, guilty and then it feeds our anxiety or depression or whatever's going on. But what helps is to be able to say, look for something that you can appreciate, something that you can say, thank you, I really do appreciate that. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, do something fun together. I, this is that deal. I, know. I say it all the time. You do. Stop undervaluing how important fun time is. People, if you never do anything fun, you're not going to enjoy your relationship. You're not. So make a priority and stop telling me you're too busy because that's a lie. Mm-hmm. It is. because, And stop. maybe stop defining fun time as something epic. We got to go to the nice restaurant and then we got to go to the movie or we got to go to the play or no, just do something goofy. Well, I how just, about how about do a podcast with your wife <laughs> where you have a window and you can see a giant buck deer? Look at that thing. Oh wow. Yeah. No, this that is, is crazy. That's the biggest buck I've ever seen on yeah, our property. He's got several points on him. Wow. I don't know how they count those, but that's amazing. Sorry. So I wish everyone could see it though. Okay. So do something. I just want to say something else. I went to the DMV with That's your fun activity? W- listen, with with Natasha, our our sweet gal. With I we spent two and a half hours in that DMV thing. And guess what? We made it fun. I, I was bound and determined to make that fun. You are a miracle maker. And I, I mean Didn't it was you a, have her it was a big bit exhausting. With you? Yes. And we six. had her six year old daughter with us and she was supposed to be sick. She kinda was, but when yeah, you we're both not for enabled sure that girl. she was like, she did feel a little adorable. warm. She did feel a little warm. And you and you know, you can't bring your kid to, yeah. to school with a fever. Wait, so I'm curious. What give me one quick thing that you did to make that two hour time fun at a DMV. This is like Oh a my miracle. gosh, we laughed. I mean, we talked no, about no. stuff. Specific. Um, well, number one, when Maddie was skipping through the DMV and she was in her tights and her nightgown with her sweatshirt on the top, I said, I go, Maddie, I go, we can't I go, you can't skip. You're supposed to be sick. They're gonna So your one fun thing was to tell the child but just to not keep, have fun. Just to keep her well, it was funny. It was funny because she laughed because I said, I go, you're supposed to be sick. They're gonna put you back in school if you they're gonna oh. put you back in school if you don't you know if you act like you're, you know, too well, they're gonna act, you know, it just made it fun. Yeah. Just made things light and it sounds like what you did is you chose to have a fun attitude at the DMV. Oh yeah, and which it, is possible. Exactly. Because Natasha was absolutely 
a nervous wreck. And I was like, you know what? This is going to go good. This is going to be fun. And I, oh, the person at the counter, the, you know, they, I DMV people are always like blood donor, organ donor. I was like, oh my gosh, watch this many. I'm going to totally like, you know, soften this lady up. And I said, I go, oh my gosh, my husband was an organ donor. He donated a kidney to his father, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, okay, yeah. It didn't really work. Didn't work. But no, but sometimes it does. So that I always example, try to pull the donor card whenever I can because I'm so proud of you about like it. You pull my donor card. I know, but I get to be a part of it because I supported you sort of. And now that I've lost all this weight. Yeah. Oh. No, no, we're not going there. No, what? I, no. no, I'm talking about the kidney donation. Oh. Well, do you want to know what I did over the weekend at the big seminar that had like 800 people? What? Because I got a little carried away. No. Did you lift up your shirt? Uh, a little worse than that. Oh, <gasps> honey. I know. I forgot to tell you this. What? So this event was packed. Yeah. It was awesome. Yes. It was at a Hispanic church. Yes. So everything's in Spanish. Yes. I had to have a translator. Yes. Houses of Light Church yeah. in L.A., and they were so into the, it was the comedy night. Yeah. And I was doing a bunch of the times I've almost died, but I did a much quicker compilation. And they were roaring. Okay. And then I teased. I was like, I've lost all this weight, and now you can see. And I was like, here, let me, I teased. And they were like, oh, no, he's going to take his shirt off. And I didn't. But okay. then I said, however, if you'd like to come up no. after... No. And feel the no. ribless part. You can. Buddy. And a bunch of them did. No. that. Oh, my God. A lot of people touched me. <laughs> right on the rib. Well, the, the missing, missing rib. rib. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they were amazed. So do something fun together. Yes. Make it fun. And it can be simple. Do something silly at home. I mean, if you are really busy and you have young kids, don't overthink this thing. Just do something fun together. Absolutely. Number three, take time to reminisce. Hmm. That is, yeah. hey, there's some great research on what happens to a couple's satisfaction level when they remember the good times. Mm -hmm. So when they go back in time, often, well, it's one of the little tricks of the trade when you're, you know, when you learn how to be a marriage therapist, is if a couple's really wiped out. Mm -hmm. Just go, hey, you know, what was your story mm -hmm. when you when you first met? Or what was what were the things that attracted you to this person? Yeah, or what was your favorite what's your favorite first memory together? There you go. Or, you know, that first year of marriage or when you were dating, what was like that big date mm -hmm. when you realized this is the one? Mm -hmm. And they start remembering that. They start sharing the details and they instantly start calming down and they start reconnecting and they start getting closer. So take some time this month coming up in November remembering the good times because that helps you through the down times. That's good. That is so good. Are you a little nervous about the next yeah, point? Yeah, I am because I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I am curious. What would be the fourth tip hmm. you would give couples hmm. or anybody just to build a better relationship in the month of November? Hmm. I told you this at the beginning. You have had so much I, time. I know, but I've been thinking about other things. And don't on forget, the fly. people, don't forget, we are really close to the distraction of the day. 
Mm. I just kind of want to get through the show so I can get to the distraction of the day. I think, okay, I know that this might sound like a little, I don't know, selfish, but I think maybe even thinking of yourself in a positive way, like if I think of myself as not funny, well, I'm really not going to be funny. Or it's going to be awkward for me to be able to kind of embrace because you're way more funny than me. I'm not ever going to be as funny as you are. It's just not because it's impulsive. But actually, people that are just around just me and not about me and you say I'm pretty funny. I think you're quite funny. <laughs> I do. I'm, you're not a weirdo like I'm me. Really? Yeah. But you and, enjoy it. I okay. You want to know why I love the distraction of the day? Why? Maybe my favorite thing in life <laughs> is making you laugh. Aww. It is. That brings so much joy well, in my so life. I guess I do. I guess maybe embrace maybe a little bit more of who you are then. Except, and who well, you are as a couple. And who you are. And be okay with that. Like for me, I I do find, you know, th- I do find you funny. I mean, legitimately. You legitimately are funny. And not that. But that is who you are. But if we're in a negative place, or if I'm in a negative place with myself even, I probably wouldn't think you're as funny, to be honest. Yeah, well, no. I mean, nothing is really overly enjoyable when inside you're in a dark place. Mm -hmm. When you're allowing those negative thoughts to overwhelm you that whatever they are, I'm not funny, or I'm dull, or I hate myself, or... I mean, those things are destructive. I got it. I got it. I know that this, okay, taking your thoughts captive, being able to make the main thing the main thing. I think sometimes we get distracted because something bad happens or derails or say we're putting up the Christmas decorations and it doesn't go quite the way that we want or the party doesn't go quite the way that we want. You just got to kind of go like, you know, Give yourself a splash on the face and say, you know what? I'm going to make the best of the rest of this evening, and I'm moving forward, and we can address that later. But keeping that fun time, we always talk about keeping that fun time sacred is huge. And it works. I mean, I can remember, you know, building our house in Branson, and this contractor guy, framer guy, said, I'm going to do this with my dad. And he was like, you are crazy. And I was like, no, I'm going to just... It's going to go well. And I just, we, the hiccups that came, the things that happened, we dealt with them. But my attitude was, this is going to go well. And we're going to, this is, it's going to be fun. And it, and it's amazing how when you do that and you don't allow the hiccups to really distract you from what is your main thing. Yeah. That's good. There you go. That's right. it. You did well. Thanks. So let me put a nice, clean little bow for everybody on this podcast episode, and then the time has, will have finally arrived for the distraction of the day. You can't treat your relationship like a smoke alarm when the batteries run out. The only reason you know the smoke alarm has run out of battery is because it starts beeping incessantly. The noise gets so annoying that you run around the house confused and frustrated trying to figure out the source of the problem and you can't find any batteries. So you just, you get more and more upset. And sometimes you get so angry that you let the smoke alarm just beep itself out and die. Mm. Wouldn't you save yourself a lot of effort if you just checked the batteries on your smoke alarm before they started to die? 
Wouldn't you save yourself a lot of frustration and anger if you didn't neglect your smoke alarm until there was an issue? Your relationship is like a smoke alarm. You shouldn't just be responding to it when there's a problem. You have to take the time to check in, recharge, and reconnect so you can actually enjoy your time together. Don't let yourselves fall into the trap of only spending time together when you, quote, have to. As so many of us know, spending time with someone because you have to isn't as fun as spending time with someone because you want to. I encourage all of you this month, make the time, put in the effort to recharge your relationships. See for yourselves if these small changes will make a difference. Remember, spending time with your spouse shouldn't feel like work. Make it fun. Make it something you look forward to week after week, even if it's not something I've shared with you. Reconnecting with your spouse doesn't have to be complicated. You just want it to be enjoyable. Amen. Whoa. Once again, written by By our producer slash daughter. That I, I was, was reading. I was reading that, and I was like, "Wow, that's really good. I really like that imagery." Yeah. She does a great job. So, enough about her. <laughs> We're there, people. Distraction of the day. I need to get some radio DJ to give me a really good sound for that. All right. Here's the deal. Okay, okay, I'm going to okay. play it first. Don't okay. You probably already read the I didn't, notes. Don't I read didn't. The notes. I said something about I saw a father, but okay. that's it. Okay. So here it comes, folks. I actually okay. have a video on my computer ready to okay, go. I got my glasses on, but and I don't really need them. Hold on. Are you ready for yeah, this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more ready. So remember. This guy's in This happened on Saturday. White. Yeah, hold on. This happened on Saturday. Uh-huh. Major school. Uh-huh. Major player, major Can victory. Can I guess? Can I guess? No. Just by looking at the uniform, is that Penn State? It is. Yes. Good girl. See, I'm so smart. That's what gets me. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember that kind of yeah. stuff, right? Special yeah. feeling. Okay, so the guys from Penn State. Okay, everybody, here we go. Survives. Trace McSorley overcome with emotion. I saw you come out after the injury and you gave someone a hug. Who was that? What was the conversation? That was my dad. Uh, you know, he just told me that he loved me. Uh, just, you know, keep pushing. He knew I had it in me. And at that point, I just kind of need those words from him. You know, just showing my, his trust. And he's, he's my rock. I love everything he does for me. So for him to say that, that's how I really needed that. Everything in me wanted to be back on this field, fighting with those guys. We go through too much to miss opportunities like this. So I, everything I wanted in my, in my body wanted to be back out here fighting with them. Yes! Oh my I did gosh! It. She's crying. So wait. So hold on. So so did he get injured during the during yes. the deal? And so, so he can't play anymore? No, no, no. It, no, that'd be really tragic. No, but I got tears. Let's just say Is that it, wait, again. What just happened? So okay, Trace McSorley, who's been a Heisman candidate, it'll probably be the kid from Alabama, but he's an unbelievable quarterback, and he's done incredible things at Penn State. Listen to this quote, babe. This is from Trace McSorley, the Penn State quarterback. He Talking about his father, Rick. Yeah. He's always been the guy that I lean on when things have gotten tough. My rock. That's who my dad is to me. 
in that moment, him being able to come down and say those words were huge. So he got hurt, his knee. Mm -hmm. He dragged his body off the field. I mean, dragging that leg. It was bad. He has to go into the locker room. It's second half. Yeah. He comes back in the game after his, his father was... gives him the pep talk and says, I believe in you. You're the toughest kid I know. You can do this. You can do this. And he's hugging and encouraging him. And he goes out and he flipping wins the game. By the no way, way, the play that turned the game around was like a 70-yard touchdown scramble. Scramble? By the he scrambled on his bad knee? Yeah. Wow. It was unbelievable. But why did you cry? I cried because his dad is his rock. That's so... I, I love stories like that. And I love when we're able to... A, when parents do things right... But also, we're that for each other. I mean, yeah. I, I will say I love to be the cheerleader for people that maybe are wounded or whatever. And to be able to say, you can do this. And it is okay. And it's going to be okay. And I, yeah, that's huge. Wasn't that's, it? And that's hey, really neat. Aww, dads, his dad. you matter. Yes. And notice... His dad didn't go down there and criticize him. He didn't point out what he'd been doing wrong. He just loved him. Mm -hmm. He gave him words of encouragement, said, you can do this. I believe in you. Oh. That's a good That was a good one, right? That, yeah, that did. Ah, I, I got it. I was crying. You. You're right. You're right. All right, good everybody. relational story gets me every time. Yeah, it does. And that was good. That was good. You could really hear good. him yeah, mm -hmm. on the video, and you can Google it, people. You know, his eyes are teared up, I and know. you can tell how much his father means to him. That That's the kind of story I like to feature. I love it. Yes, And that me was too. a good distraction of the day. So thanks for listening. Don't forget, give us a review. It helps. And only it, a five-star, right? That We don't want any of those bad ones. Well, I mean, if you want to, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, Live well, your I'll, life. I like will that. just cry again. If you want me to cry, no. there you go. Subscribe <laughs> and review to the show. We will be back tomorrow. Chasing down the days of fear. Chasing down a dream before it disappeared. I was aching. To be somewhere near your voice was all I heard I was shaking from a storm in me Haunted by the specters that we had to see Yeah, I wanted to be the melody Above the noise, above the hurt I was young